Welcome back. I hope you're enjoying our study in the book of John. Uh, We started last week looking at John chapter 3, and we're going to continue this week, and uh, we're going to see one of the more famous verses in all the Bible, uh, John 3.16. And so we're going to start out by reading John 3.16, and we're going to read down through verse 21. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. So here's just a few thoughts on this uh, awesome passage. Uh, First of all, the reason John 3.16 is such a popular and well-known verse is because it encapsulates the gospel in such a short and clear way. Uh, The gospel is the good news about what God has done for sinners in Christ Jesus. And you don't see a more clear and succinct and beautiful uh, picture of what God has done for sinners in Christ Jesus than John 3.16. But there's a few things I think we have to be careful with 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 John 3.16. And and part of it is the language. Uh, we, We try, even in our more newer translations, try to retain some of the older language because it's so beautiful and a lot of people have memorized it. But uh, one of the things, for example, is where it says uh, that God so loved the world. Sometimes uh, we think that means he so loved us. He loved us so, 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 so much. Uh, but that's actually not the intent of the passage. Uh, we're, instead of saying, um, you know, God so loved us, what the passage is trying to say is this is how God loved us. So in other words, he loved us so. He loved us in this way. And so what is the way that God has loved us? How do we see the love of God? Well, we see the love of God in that he gave his son. And so when it says he so loved us, it's saying this is how he loved us. If you want proof for how God loved you, um, you just have to look at the fact that he gave his only son. And then I think the other thing is when we see this this phrase, the world, God so loved the world. I think it's easy to forget that this comes in the context of John 3 where Jesus has been talking to Nicodemus. Now, Nicodemus was a Pharisee, and Pharisees believed in the idea of separation, that the way to holiness was to keep yourself separate from the world. So much of their their customs and laws were intended to create separation. Uh, Now, we might understand this because even today, it's tempting to to want to think that the way to become holy or the way to get close to God is to separate ourselves out from the world. And there can be certain aspects of that that can be healthy if it's done in the right light and if it's done in the power of the Holy Spirit and with an eye towards uh, witness and love for the world. But, but it can also go too far. And so when Jesus said here that God loved the world, Nicodemus's jaw would have hit the floor. How could that be possible that this God, this great holy God, could love the world? Well, it would only be possible as it was demonstrated in God sending his son to give his life for sinners, 
what Nicodemus didn't realize is that he and the Pharisees and anybody else who had tried to separate themselves from the world uh, still had the world in their own hearts, that, that, that they carried sin around in them, that sin wasn't just something around them. And they needed the death, the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus just as much as anyone else. And so uh, this beautiful gospel verse um, then goes on to talk about condemnation in verses 17 and 18. Uh, I think a helpful thing to, to, to see in verse 18 is that it says, whoever has not believed is condemned already. Uh, so many times I think we forget that we live in a world that is under condemnation. We live in a world that is cursed. We live, live, under, we live in a world uh, where things are not right, not the way they're supposed to be. And so many times we'll, we'll hear things like, oh, well, this is just the way I was born, or oh, well, this is just the way things are, or um, oh, you know, God must have made me this way, and that sort of thing. Well, I think it's dangerous to think that way because we, we believe that because of sin, our natural default position is curse, condemnation, brokenness. And so while something might feel native to us, it might feel natural to us, we have to remember that we're all born into sin. And because we were born into sin, we were born condemned. Uh, We were born not right. And so even the things that may feel right to us, the things that might feel natural to us, the things that we may say, well, well, God made me this way. Uh, Well, what we want to remember is that um, every single one of us who's been born into this world has been born under the condemnation and under the wrath of God. Something must happen. Something must take place. And that thing that must take place is we must be born again and brought to saving faith in Jesus Christ, where, where then we are no longer under the condemnation and wrath of God. Now, uh, all throughout uh, John so far, we've been seeing this contrast between light and darkness. Way back in chapter 1, at the very beginning of our study, uh, in verses uh, John chapter 1, verses 9 uh, through 11, it says, The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. Well, it's easy to read that and think, well, why not? Why didn't they receive him? Why were, why were they so afraid to, to believe in Jesus, to accept Jesus, to, to, to embrace Jesus? Well, here in John 3, Jesus tells us why. He tells us why um, those in the darkness don't immediately want to receive the light. Um, two things he tells us in uh, verses 19 and 20. First, he tells us that the people loved darkness. So we, we, are, we are in the darkness and we love our darkness. Now, we don't realize that it's killing us. We don't realize that it's suicide. But so many times we love the things that are sinful, that are of the world. And because of our love for them, uh, it keeps us away from Jesus. And then maybe more specifically in verse 20, it says, lest his works should be exposed. One of the main reasons we hate the light, one of the main reasons we're tempted to flee from Jesus is because we're so afraid of being exposed. We're so afraid of being known. Uh, We've had these experiences in our lives where we've been known, we've been exposed, and it hurt. And we were treated poorly. And when the shame of who we were came out, we were rejected. But what we find here in John 3 is that God's love is intended to, to flood our hearts. And so that even as Jesus, the light, does, yes, expose our sin, yes, expose our shame, yes, expose those things that we want to hide away, It is in those deep, dark crevices that the love of God floods in. And when we receive 
his love and we no longer feel the fear of condemnation, then we are set free both to live our lives before God and to live our lives before the world. And that's why verse 21 ends the way it does. Once we've experienced the love of God and we're no longer fearing condemnation, it not only changes our relationship to God, but it changes our relationship to the world around us. And so we're all on this lifelong journey of embracing the fact that God truly loves us and then living in the light of Christ instead of loving the darkness. Hope you guys have a great conversation and continue to enjoy this study through the book of John.